2024 is here, but apparently we still can't try the Golden Cola. It's not my favorite. It's my girlfriend's favorite. And can you imagine if you crack that sucker on New Year's Eve, and it really is like the best cola you've ever had, and it starts 2024 off just so amazing? Like, what a freaking year this is gonna be. Right. Discovers the freaking holy grail of colas. WFOD begins. My name is Mike. I am joined by the king of pranks, the albino alligator, the Duke of Denim, Mr. Travis Hulse. What's up? Travis, it's a, it's a new year, new us. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I already feel uh, it's like a, a, a snake shedding its skin. Feel the difference. Now, Travis, I want... Oh, speaking of snake shedding its skin, Travis, I had a lizard in our house. What do you live in Florida now? Yeah, I live in I live in uh, Missouri, Travis. So my wife wakes me up like one o'clock in the morning. She was downstairs working on something, and she she wakes me up. I'm upstairs sleeping. I don't stay up that late. And she says, "There's something making a noise in our laundry room, and uh, the mouse trap just went off. I think something got caught in the mouse trap." So I go down there with her. And she has her glasses on because, you know, she's still, like, with it. I had my glasses off because I was sleeping, Travis. Right, of course. So she said, oh, my God, it's a lizard. And I said, oh, I got to go get my glasses. When I came back, lizard was gone, Travis. I oh, shit. My wife was crazy, right? You assume your wife is crazy if you live in Missouri, and she says there's a lizard in your house. Yeah, of course. So next day, meeting some friends. This is on Christmas Day day the night of christmas day so the day after christmas i'm meeting some friends at like three o'clock to have a cocktail you know people visiting from out of state that i haven't seen in a long time and on my way out the door she says why don't you take a look in the laundry room see if you see the lizard no i've already decided that you're an insane person (laughs) and there was no lizard (laughs) okay yeah sure i'll go look for the lizard go in there travis sure enough fucking lizard (laughs) <laughs> Big old son of a bitch. Like a huge ass lizard, Travis. No. You so you're not ta- like what are you talking? How how long? See, now Travis what, what I'll say is is way bigger than a mouse, but it was smaller than a squirrel. Still a pretty big lizard. Yeah, yeah, it is a big lizard, Travis. Uh it, it's a, a skink. Oh, a skink. And so we uh, we tore apart the laundry room because he kept running under stuff. Fast little bastard. By the way, was not injured by the mousetrap. I think he laughed at the mousetrap because uh, he had probably, all of his arms and legs. It probably cut his, it cut his tail off and he grew it back right away. <laughs> so uh, after trying to, to get him into a, a Pringles can to no avail, 
Uh, I tried a variety of things to get rid of the the skink. I ended up just opening the back door and uh, sweeping them out, sweeping them like a with, like a hockey shot. Oh, your laundry room is main main floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So uh, that wasn't what I wanted to start with, Travis. But you brought up shedding your skin and, and did and, did you ever consider domesticating this lizard? You know, they actually say that people do keep skinks as pet and that they can yeah. live like fifteen years. Yeah, I've I've known people that had skinks in their house in a little little terrarium. Did you did you think for a minute that maybe you'd be you'd become a lizard guy? I did after I swept him out of the house and he was gone, Travis. I had like regret mm, that like, I had. Oh, that could have been my buddy. Just gone down to PetSmart because we could have like fed him all the like spiders and stuff that we collect. Well, exactly. Well, and knowing you, I know how your brain works. I you came up with a name for this lizard after the fact, yeah, right? Sammy the skink. Yeah, just the skink. Perfect. Travis, um, I, I, our friend Benny, I wanted to highlight Benny for a moment. because Crypto Benny. That's what I call him now. He's Crypto Benny. Uh, over the years, Travis, Benny has done a lot of impressions on our show. He's really good at them. Uh, and I, I have some examples of Benny's past impressions. But I have a new one, Travis, that is going to blow your mind. We're going to fire off the old ones first, right? Just to get people primed. Yeah. This is Elijah Wood. And you're listening to The Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks on strangelabel.com. This is Harrison Ford, better known as Han Solo from Star Wars, or Ali Fox from the Mosquito Coast. It's really good. Listen to this one. You're going to love this one. This is another one he's done on our show. Hi, my name's Benny. I'm going to be doing some Jack Nicholson impressions tonight. Okay. Hey, what are you doing here? You should be out bird dogging chicks and banging beaver. That's uh, Jack Nicholson in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So good. So good. I, you know, it bums me out that he's not, he doesn't appear as regularly as he used to because he always had just, um, it was like having a, like a celebrity guest on. Now, he didn't send this to us, Travis. He put this on his YouTube page, the Pod Cheese YouTube page. And I know what a fan you are of the TV show Ozark. Oh, yeah. And this this is going to blow your mind, Travis. This is Benny's latest impression. So in this scenario, uh, Jason Bateman walks into the room and Wendy's face is buried in Ruth's crotch. And uh, Jason Bateman goes... Uh, um, Wendy, what is going on here? And Ruth goes, What the fuck's it look like's going on here? I'm getting my fucking pussy eaten, Marty! Oh my god. He's done it's it like again, you, Travis. It, it's like you pulled a clip from the show. He's done it again, Travis. I, for a second, was like, did that actually happen? Because it sounded exactly like the characters. That n- No, that never happened. That's amazing. Now, Travis. That's amazing. Speaking of uh, television programs on Netflix, seamless transition there. <laughs> That's very good. You're uh, you, se- seasoned professional. Are you familiar with Kevin Spacey's run of in-character Christmas presentations on uh, YouTube? 
He he posts his, a Christmas video every year. His Christmas video as the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, because he was a he was a what was the name of his guy on that House of Cards show? Uh, Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood. Yeah, and, and so he's in character, and he makes these weird videos on Christmas every year. I love them. And this year, Travis, we got a new one, but it wasn't. He's, he's back. He's back as Frank Underwood again. He's not didn't him. He take, didn't he take last year off? I think he did, and we were all really kind of bummed out about it. Yeah, yeah. We were wondering. We were worried about Kevin Spacey. We were like, man, he didn't do one of his videos. I hope he's okay. Now, Travis, Tucker Carlson interviewed <laughs> uh, Kevin Spacey in character. On, on 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 his Twitter, he's doing like a like a Twitter thing because I guess he can't do a show because he has a non compete clause in his contract. He got fired, so he can't do like a show show. Yeah, but so he got fired, and they paid him a bunch of money, so he can't go to a network, but he can absolutely do short form or long form on social media. Yeah, he can just fuck around and make Twitter videos, right? Yeah, and that's all people watch anyway, right? Like, I mean, people's attention spans are short. They're on social media anyway, so that's where people are watching their videos. So I'm not even going to come to this from the angle of why would Tucker Carlson interview Kevin Spacey? Because I I think Tucker Carlson interviewing Kevin Spacey would be very interesting. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Of course. I mean, he's a newsworthy figure. That's what Tucker Carlson does. He does the news, right? Mm-hmm, right. But why would Tucker Carlson interview a fictional character, Travis? Especially a fictional character that was killed off uh, on his program (laughs) off screen. I think in the continuity of Kevin Spacey's YouTube videos, he didn't really die. But it's interesting, Travis, because the character of Frank Underwood knows that he's a character on Netflix and that Netflix tried to kill him. Oh, so, so he knows this. So he's he's self aware. He's uh, his character is self aware. Yeah, it, it's very meta, Travis. And so I have a couple clips from this. I don't really know what to make of it, but I, I wanted to share them with you. There's some weird stuff in here. It's only like five or six minutes. I recommend watching it just because it's interesting. So this isn't his typical fireside wishes for Christmas. I have no idea if this is scripted, but it's definitely weird. When are you getting back to work, by the way? Oh, I've been back at work from the moment we started talking, Tucker. So does that mean this is like an episode or is it real? Well, it's probably a little of both. I mean, Tucker, what's true, what's false? What's life, what's art? What's real, what's performance? I love it when these things intersect because then it gets interesting. See, now what does that mean, Travis? Uh, just as his character, Frank Underwood, oh, I'm sorry, just as Frank Underwood did on the show House of Cards, when he was addressing the public, he spoke in uh, pretty much riddles, right? Like, just like uh, random gibberish that didn't mean anything. So was uh, his character in- on House of Cards aware that he was a character on a TV show? No, but he did break the fourth wall, right? So he, yeah, so I guess, yeah. So, like, he did address us as the audience, and he also did have an inner monologue. So when he would say gibberish like that to the general public, in his thoughts, he was like, I'm going to have to kill my wife tonight because she suspects me of sending the bombs to Libya. Is he talking to himself or is he talking to us? 
I think he's talking to us, right? Like I, I'm pretty sure he's speaking directly to us when it's the inner monologue because he will do the inner monologue and then stare at the camera on the like the last line. Okay, so if I line. was familiar with House of Cards, this wouldn't be as weird. So you did not watch House of Cards? I didn't. No. Great show. It really has a, a weird, creepy guy that did sex stuff, Travis. I mean, people have already gotten out of the race. People have dropped out already. Have you thought, what do you think of those? Well, you know, it's a little bit like jumping in the jacuzzi with a boner. You know it ain't going to last forever. The premise of this is that Tucker Carlson is trying to encourage him to run for president. Uh, the problem is, I believe his I believe he was a Democratic president. Underwood was? I'm pretty sure Underwood was a Democrat. Oh, do you think he still is? Or is it, are we even talking about, because you can't run, a, like Borat can't be the president, Travis. What would you put on the ballot? Okay, so if we put Kevin Spacey's character from House of Cards on the ballot, Who and he promised to be the character his entire term, yeah, we'd still have to vote for Kevin Spacey, right? Well, and that'd be really no good because Frank Underwood was a terrible president who did a lot of damage to the country in his own own self-interest. <laughs> so uh, knowing what I know about Frank Underwood, uh, I would not uh, vote for him. If he was running, we'd have to watch House of Cards to see what Kevin Spacey's character would do if he was right. the president. Because Kevin Spacey isn't going to do Kevin Spacey stuff. No, he's, he's going to do, do Frank, Frank Underwood, Underwood stuff. stuff. Yeah, because obviously he has, he's having a hard time letting this character go, right? Like he feels like he needed that one more season to get the character out of his system. Yeah. And he didn't get that. So, stuck so now he's, forever. Just, he's stuck. Yeah, he's stuck. It'd be like Daniel Day-Lewis if they never ran the credits on There Will Be Blood. Trevor, do you lose your boner when you get in a jacuzzi? I Not that I know of. I I, I sure appreciate your coming on. It was great to see you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tucker. I only showed up because I was told I would get to be on X. Not the drug, not the platform. I was curious as to what Tucker on X might be like. I have never tried that. Well, you wouldn't be the first guy to tell me you'd never tried that before. <laughs> now, was that a dig at somebody, Travis? Was that a hidden message? Because apparently in these Kevin Spacey videos, he throws out little little hidden messages. Oh, is that right? Is that what the internet sleuths are saying? Yeah. That there's like weird little uh, little uh, undercurrents of jabs? Like to his enemies and haters, he has secret meanings in his Frank Underwood Christmas messages. Who Can we classify his enemies and haters? Like, who are these people? Like, is there... I don't feel like there's like an arch enemy or anything of Kevin Spacey. Well, what, I think what, that just... What did he do, Travis? They say he was a pedophile, right? Yes, and also... Was he a groomer? What did Kevin Spacey do? I don't remember. Uh, it's it's so far gone in the zeitgeist that I can't recall what he did. Like, It's not as jarring as like the Louis C.K. making people watch him jerk off, so I don't really remember what the hell uh, Spacey supposedly did. Huh. We'll have, to, we'll have to... Maybe somebody will tell us, Travis. Yeah, Guys, tell us... Tell us yeah, what Kevin that, Spacey did. Save us the the investigative journalism follow-up, because I don't want to do that. Travis, that's what's so funny about podcasting, is like, we're dumb shits doing a dumb shit thing. Yeah. And that's essentially what Joe Rogan is. Like, you know, like, Joe Rogan isn't like a newsman. Joe Rogan's a, a dumb shit com comedian guy. Yeah. Who, who does a show where he hangs out with people and talks shit. Like, listen, my, my takes on this program 
come from a place of ignorance mostly. So if if you think that I am a bad person or am coming from a place of uh, attack or w- whatever, just know that that's not the case. I'm just not very smart. Travis, so uh, it was it was a cartoon. It wasn't Speedy Gonzalez, but I think that it was in the Speedy Gonzalez universe. Okay. There was like another Mexican mouse that was arguing with me on Twitter the other day. Because okay, so Joe Rogan is that for real? What do you mean? What do you what are you talking about? There was about? a Mexican mouse, Travis, that was really mad at me because I tweeted something about Joe Rogan. I think there's people that just search Joe Rogan all day and argue with people. And oh, guaranteed. Like I, I listen to Joe Rogan like maybe five times a year, Travis. Like if he has somebody that I think is interesting, I'll turn it on because it's four right. hours that I don't have to look for something else to listen to, you know? Right. Yeah. If, yeah, if my, uh, my iTunes playlist for podcasts is completely dry and somebody said, Oh, you should check out this Joe Rogan. Maybe I'll listen. But he was the soup du jour the other day, Travis. Everybody was freaking out because Joe Rogan said something. About- okay. So th- this is what happens. Joe Rogan has a guy sitting next to him that fact checks him. And I'm sure that only exists because he's popular and he's a dumb shit, right? So like sure. he does a show where like he bullshits with people and then like every now and then this guy pops in and says, "By the way, what you said is completely bullshit." Which if we had infinite funds, Travis, that would be great to have. Yeah. Yeah, there there are certain shows that have that where they'll they'll fact check check themselves after right. uh, the show is wrapped, right? <laughs> like so they'll have like the producer come in and be like uh yeah so just so you know uh that was blah 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 so i watched he's got one live on set which is very smart i watched the clip of joe rogan that everybody was freaking out about and from what i could tell in the clip the fact checker guy just said hey by the way what you said biden said actually trump said Mm, and then like that was the clip and they were like oh he's said that trump was a dipshit because he meant to say biden was a dipshit and and I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't think he's a Trump supporter. I, no, he never was. Like, he I said he, plenty of negative Trump shit. Bernie Sanders, Travis. Right. So, like, like he said if plenty he said of Trump negative is a Trump dumb shit. shit, who cares? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Shouldn't, I mean, celebrate that and be like, oh, yeah, he's on our side and just leave it alone. But uh, if you have, like, a nuanced opinion of anything, then you're like there's no critical thinking anymore Trevor it, it's no. nuts like it's black or white there's there's like 10 of these dumb websites who every day say another celebrity says they're going to move to Canada if Trump gets reelected none of them are true i don't think i mean like they said taylor swift said she's going to move to canada if trump gets elected no she didn't but and then, even if she even if she did say that it's not going to happen <laughs> But then there's like a hundred dipshits that just see that somebody tweeted that and say, oh, well, somebody tweeted that. It must be true. But like you don't do any of your own research. You're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> well, I'll help her pack. And they, do, <laughs> they do it every day, Travis. There's accounts yeah. that do nothing but reply to these uh, uh, name another celebrity. Uh, Emma Watson said she's going to move out of the country if Trump gets reelected, uh, well, I'll buy her a plane ticket. <laughs> and it's it's like dumb shits make stupid shit so that other dumb shits can reply angrily to the stupid shit. 
Yeah, absolutely. That so, is that is pretty much where we live here. It's a, it's a black and white world on the internet, and people are just looking to jump on to the color that they're into that day. So I have the stuff, Travis, that the uh, the the Mexican mouse was mad at me about this is the rogan clip this is, it's very short because i don't have the attention span for the whole fucking thing so did, well, real quick though did, what were you replying to that this mexican mouse even found you i i just said joe rogan in a tweet travis that, that's, oh yeah joe yeah. rogan has a fact checker is what i said i said like he didn't get got because the fact checker fact checked him that's what yeah. he pays the guy to sit next to him these do. these anti joe rogan people are just like lizzie hale from Hailstorm, where they're just constantly searching for a certain keyword. Uh, these people, it's Joe Rogan, Lizzie Hale searches for Lizzie Hale. Okay, this is the Rogan clip, Travis. One of the problems with the Revolutionary War was they didn't have enough airports. <laughs> have you seen that? I saw that. So that, that's him making fun of what Biden said. I have the Biden clip. This that is... is this a is a funny the joke. Genius said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary War is we didn't have enough airports. Whoa. So Biden was making fun of Trump. And Rogan took his paraphrase of what Trump said as something literal that Biden was saying. How did Biden even remember that Trump said that? Like, I, it feels like he's at the point where he can't remember... What he ate for breakfast. And so when the fact checker guy came back and said, actually, Biden was making fun of what Trump said. This is what Trump said, Travis. This is the Trump. Valley Forge found glory across the waters of the Delaware and seized victory from Cornwallis of Yorktown. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. And at Fort McHenry, under the rocket's red glare. He's reading for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And he probably just fucked up, right? Yeah, absolutely. So he fucked up. And Can I tell yeah, you- it's funny that he fucked up. But that isn't exactly. I mean, like, and so that's that's what Rogan said. Oh, he fucked up because he's can reading I, and he's stupid. Can, can I tell you how much I missed not Obama, the president, but Obama, the figurehead during trump's uh during trump's presidency and how i miss it even more since the biden presidency took over like just like the elected normal human being of barack obama speaking just in a normal intelligent way yeah, yeah refuting <laughs> what he said and just being like yeah no i don't agree with that whether i yeah just whether i agreed with him or not whether people wrote his speeches or not like, he just spoke like a president should speak. And these last two idiots, <laughs> I can't believe these are the two morons that we have to decide again. They're not <laughs> They're not really going to do that, though, I don't think. Oh, God, they, they come on. Really? Like, one of them is going to die. And one of them is a freaking criminal. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but, Travis, some people will hear us talking about this. And think that we're slanted in some way. Yeah, somebody like, will say that I am either far right or far left just by saying that. But which is will it's, not. It's so nuts that you yeah. can't listen to anything objective. Like, like you can't just listen to Joe Rogan as entertainment and not know that like 
he's a dumb shit. We're yeah. all dumb shits listening to other dumb shits. And right. like, we're probably all wrong. Don't listen to anything anybody says and just take it as gospel because that's a dumb thing to do. Yeah, don't listen to anything anybody says and take it as anything other than entertainment. There was an article that said that uh, there's a lot more penis accidents that happen around Christmas time. You, you know, that's so funny that you say that because I saw a bunch of those articles pop up that say, hey, man, uh, you might want to hold off till after Christmas to get your bone on. And I didn't read any of them to well, see what well, the hell that actually was. I clicked on it, Travis, and it said that the majority of them happen uh, while you're doing reverse cowgirl. And, and I, is, is, it, is it because the wife gets drunk on eggnog during the holidays? Yeah, I don't know what the correlation between reverse cowgirl and Christmas was, but that was and in the article. It was like, guys, most of the time when these boners are getting broken, it's because of reverse cowgirl. And I, but why is reverse cowgirl happening more often around Christmas? I don't, I don't know. And, and really, in reality, from my, from my perspective and in my opinion, reverse cowgirl should happen more often all year long. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's kind of like doggy style, but the lazy version. Yeah, but I don't have to do anything. <laughs> it's sweet. You got that nice ass there hanging yeah, out. Yeah, it's you great. Know, the, the only shitty part about it is there's no boobs in your face. Like, and you might break your boner, you know? Yeah, and I just... I'd like to know the correlation. That's why I didn't click on any of the articles because I assumed that they would give me something like that. Like the reason that this happens is because of X, but they wouldn't give you a reason why X happens around Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's that's what we need to find out is why people at Christmas time want to start doing the reverse cowgirl. Yeah, and if the, I mean if these people are if they're investigating this, th there's no journalist that actually looked into this. This is that obviously has to be like a scientific thing that they dug. But they just stopped at the wrong time, right? Yeah. You got to keep going. Like when you when you find something like this that you're going to present to the public, maybe don't release it until you have the rest of the well, Travis, There's a deadline. I mean, you can't send stuff out about Christmas like now. Christmas is no. over, Travis. We've they already started, broken our boners. Well, they should have started working on it in July then. Guys, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to regroup. When we come back, Travis, I got a lot more. I got so oh, much. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Stick around. This week on Celebrity Ghost Hunters, Demi Lovato visits an abandoned brothel with two rando dudes. Holy. Maybe it's because we're in the room because, you know, they don't like men. She doesn't like men and I get it. Do you want us to maybe do a little experiment and step in another room while you take over? Sure. Did you not want to say anything else because the boys were in here? Yeah, that's totally it. I think... Mm. Oh. Who are these guys? You should sing something for her, Demi. No! Why not? Maybe okay. if you sang that, sing a song as an offering, we... We could come back in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. If I sing you a song, can my friends come back in the room? I'd rather you didn't. There you go. Cool. There you go. Cool. This program is not for young children to watch alone. Travis P. Pants in the house. 
Get back, motherfucker. I'm gonna pee my pants. Gonna kick you in your teeth and do a dance. Get back, motherfucker. I'm gonna pee my pants. Gonna kick you in your teeth and do a dance. Why you do so good? Why you do so good? Tail slapping is a method dolphins often use to stun their prey. But it doesn't seem to work here. fish are tantalizingly close. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. talked about this or not um, but I, I I learned about it and it sounded familiar like we may have already talked about it really quick do you have a lot of apps on your phone I have so many and I don't ever open any of them I just have well, tons of them that's why like my my app list is so small like yeah. I have like the basic shit and then like some social media and like now I I hate it, but I have like a couple of like the like I have like Jimmy John's rewards and Buffalo. Oh yeah, Wild I have a ton of those and shit. I have so many. You know, Dunkin' like, is Dunkin's one is good, and McDonald's, those two have the good apps. Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings is amazing, and yeah. I get free wings all the time. It's so great. But it, like, I look at people's phones, not on purpose. They're just like there, and then I yeah. just see all these apps. I don't ever feel the need to have more apps yeah, you know I what i mean so like i just apps. and i, I have I, the ones i probably open like 10 of them but i have hundreds of them that's crazy yeah that's crazy travis what pro what prompts you to download these apps real quick well like i need it for one thing and then i never need it again but i still oh, sure. just have it yeah i guess that's why i downloaded timu and have never ordered from there and just like randomly like on a football sunday or whatever i'll sure. have some cocktails and i'm like kind of bored when i'm watching the afternoon games and i'll just open timu and look at all the 
nonsense that they sell on there. I'm like, I wouldn't buy any of this shit. And then I close the app. And we like, we order so. Timu all the time, Travis. Yeah, you you and my uh, my sister in law and mother in law are the people that I know who order from Timu. It, like my daughter, like she, I don't know if she got the app or if she just signed up for it or whatever. She's like, oh, Timu says they'll give me in any item for. 15 cents if I order $25 for the items. This is like, we got to order. So it's like, no, they tell everybody that. Every time you open the app, yeah, they you're say, not special. Get a free $500 worth of fucking And items. every time you spin the wheel, you're going to get the best thing because they think that you'll order if you win. Right. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's like a casino effect. Exactly. Travis, I, I'm going to try to uh, compel you to get a new app today. Because I want you to be my accountability partner on uh, Covenant Eyes. Ooh. Have you heard of Covenant Eyes, Travis? I have not, but it sounds uh, either dirty or churchy. Well, I got I got the pitch for you. You ready? Let's hear it. Every superhero has strengths and weaknesses. Scorch Man. Strength. Fire. Weakness. Fire extinguishers. Catman. Strength. Always lands on his feet. Weakness. Laser pointers. Hamster Man. Strength, he's in a giant hamster ball. Weakness, he's in a giant hamster ball. And there's me. Colossal man. My superpower? Strength. My weakness? Porn. Bet you didn't see that one coming. The the ad has very good production value. Like it, So it's I was right with one of them. It's churchy. You know the thing is, I watched this entire six-minute infomercial, Travis. Never mentioned church. I was expecting it. But it never happened. Uh, hmm. That's not to say it isn't churchy, but it, it, it's just they're not wearing it on their sleeve. Right. And this is my buddy, Jeff. Yeah. But you can call me wingman. I mean, I can't fly. I'm just super supportive. <laughs> so <laughs> call me Jeff. Just Jeff. Look, some people feel like porn doesn't negatively affect them. But if you're like me and you've struggled to get away from it, here's how I did it. The, the app, you and your buddy both download it. And uh, so Jeff has the app and this guy has the app. Is this a thing where you want to run one off and you're like, I'm going to pull up you porn porn hub. Yeah. And I get a notification that you pulled up porn hub and then I'm supposed to text you. Hey, bud, just don't use your it. imagination. Yeah, don't do it. This just think about your loving wife instead. Yeah, think of porn tonight like an alluring purple rock. Why, this stuff was so intoxicating. I found myself looking at it more and more. I hated the way it made me feel. I felt hopeless. For years, no matter what I did, I couldn't get away from it. Finally, I realized, even though I'm the strongest man in the world, I wasn't strong enough to quit porn alone. I needed someone to help me. I needed an ally. And that's when I found Covenant Eyes. So I thought that's when he found Jeff. No, I think he was already friends with Jeff. Oh, so he found Covenant Eyes, but then recruited Jeff. Travis, I don't enjoy it at all. It's like going to the bathroom. Well, I understand that everything can be an addiction. And listen, I have a very addictive personality. But the one thing that I'm not addicted to is pornography. Uh, what I view pornography as is I need a hammer when I need a nail pounded <laughs> in, right? Like... Hey, this nail's loose. Better get a hammer to knock that in. Uh, pornography is the hammer. I'm the nail. It's, it's like uh, when you're eating potato chips uh, and you need a drink of water. Uh, 
so that the potato chips go down better, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. The drink of like we, water is porn. It's like the it's it's the it's it's an expedite, right? Like this thing needs to happen because this is I'm feeling a certain way. So I this it can happen faster if I use this as opposed to not using this. I mean the factory's going to keep running, Travis. Eventually you got to ship some. When we look at porn, we feel shame, which leads to isolation. Then when something triggers us, we go back to the porn and it all starts over again. The best way to break this cycle is to remove the shame and isolation by opening up to a friend, which is exactly what Covenant Eyes helps us do. I don't actually feel shame. Again, I feel like I, when I'm done, I put the hammer back in the toolbox and I walk away. <laughs> Gotta wash your hands. Like, I know, I understand that there are people who have a problem, but it's not like I'm like sitting around during family dinner and pulling up pornography on Twitter or X, you know, to be like, ah, I got just really uh, got to watch. Unless you get a notification on your phone, Travis, like from uh, one of your subscriptions. Yeah. Like my many, many subscriptions. Here's how it works. Covenant eyes can detect when porn is viewed after you've struggled. Covenant eyes creates a report of your activity. Then it sends that report to an ally of your choosing. Someone who supports you, but not porn, like a good friend or a sibling. For me, it was Jeff. This Covenant Eyes report lets your ally know that you need their help. And this connection to a friend takes you out of isolation and gives you the hope and encouragement you need to win the next battle. So this isn't even in real time. No, I think I think it like it gives you like a weekly report on how many times you wanked. So it's not like, hey, you're getting into the shower. You you pull up some pornography and I'm like, hey, dude, don't use that. It's like, look at how much porn he looked at that at the end of the week. <laughs> I I don't. This I is don't like the easiest, right? This is probably like the easiest developed app ever because like built into your phone is like, hey, man, this is how long this is how many times you use these apps this week, or this is so, how many times you use your phone this week. Like somebody probably just had to tweak that. And are You're just now probably charged spyware, right? Yeah, essentially. And now they're like charging you to spy on how much porn you watch. Go to covenanteyes.com today and sign up with their 30 day money back guarantee. Then ask one of your friends to become your ally. I know that's a scary thing to do, but trust me, being free of porn is worth it. What are the benefits of being free of porn? Uh, productivity, I guess. I, I don't know. Travis, I, I figured you would probably ask what the cost of this service was. I 100% was going to after I asked what the benefits were, which they obviously don't tell you in the video. I, I looked it up, Travis. Please tell so, me. Covenant. Uh, do you want to guess or do you want me to just tell you? Is this a yearly subscription or a monthly subscription? There's a monthly and a yearly option, Travis. I'm going to guess $9.99 a month or $70 a year. Travis, you are way low. No, fuck you. <laughs> you are way low, Travis. Covenant Eyes is $17 a month. Oh, my God. Or $184 a year. So if you could do that, the, match, does that math check out? If you do the yearly, Travis, it's $15.33 a month. So you save a whopping $1.66 if you go for the yearly. <laughs> Jesus, Netflix, that's what Netflix costs. Right. $17 a month so that once a week they can email your buddies and tell them all the porn you watched. 
And I really hope that this report is not just like, this is how many minutes. I hope it details the videos that you watch. Yeah, I hope other, it's like. I, I think that, that you, you won't get the right amount of accountability unless like they tell you exactly what videos he watched. Right. Like he, she mails. Because uh, then maybe, you know, maybe it's like weaning off of a drug, Travis. Yeah. And so like, you're probably still going to slip up. But if you know your buddy's going to see it, maybe you'll just start watching more and more vanilla stuff to well, kind of the, work your way back and get back and to normal. The fun thing, too, is if you know what kind of porn your buddy's watching and they're a single person, you can put him in situations that maybe will get him what he wants in real life. Right. So if it is cougars or silver foxes that your buddy is interested in, you can take him to like a, a widow convention you'll know what his likes and dislikes right widows looking for love or like a furry convention if that's what they're into (laughs) or a baskin robbins if they're into cuck holding it's an interesting product travis let's see how it pans out so it's probably religious right that's what you said is it's it's probably backed by religious folks i think if you dove into it it's probably yeah it probably is rooted in the church I, I wanted to talk about uh, the Scream Seven stuff. Have you seen? Isn't that, that fun? It, Isn't that like in like it almost makes me not want to watch Scream Seven. Well, it's I don't know so if Scream Seven's even going to happen, Travis, because no. on Christmas Day, the guy who was directing it was getting death threats, and he just said, "Yeah, I quit Scream Seven. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. So get I somebody did, else quit, to make it." I actually quit this weeks ago because it was a dream turned into a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so. What happened was the main gal tweeted some stuff in the new the main gal in the new movies. The uh, is that Melissa Barrera? Is yeah. that her name? And I, Travis, uh, for reference, I have AI Santa Claus reading her tweet. Do you want me to oh, play that? Yes, please. Uh, so this is AI Santa Claus reading the Scream 7 star that got fired tweet. I hope this Christmas feels weird. I hope you can't ignore the fact that you're celebrating the birth of a child who was persecuted and targeted and his parents forced to flee to Egypt, while right now millions of Palestinians from that exact part of the world are being persecuted and targeted and forced to flee their homes while they are indiscriminately and relentlessly bombed. Merry Christmas. Santa's actually got a little bit of uh, attitude in that. Yeah. Yeah, he there was either sarcasm or something. Yeah, I was I was expecting him to like to be a little bit more jolly. I don't know about that. No, um, so yeah, she got fired, Travis. You know, okay. Uh, but then I, I think uh, Wednesday Adams also left the movie, and I think that was unrelated. Yeah, she was the second one to go. So like the Melissa Barrera, she played the older sister to Jenna Ortega's character in the new Scream movies. So Melissa Barrera is gone. Jenna Ortega is gone because they said that it was conflicting with, uh, I believe, the Wednesday. Uh, yeah, her big hit thing. Yeah, the big hit thing that she's making a lot more money on. She's like, uh, the timing's not going to work, so I'm out, which happened either before. I I want to say her rep said it was before, but I'm sure it was after. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so those two things happened. And then weeks later. The uh, director, who I really enjoy because he directed, uh, what, Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day 2, and Freaky, right? Now, Travis, Great movies. guy was saying he was getting death threats on the internet yeah. because <laughs> this lady got <laughs> yeah. fired These... from the 
the Halloween mask phone call guy movie. There was somebody arguing with him about not standing up for her. And he's like, I'm private. You're not entitled to how I feel about a certain conflict. <laughs> and they're like, yes, I am. You're a public figure. You should have stood up for her. Oh, okay. And he's like, and he's like, you don't know what I did behind the scenes, whether I stood up for her or not. This is ridiculous. And then he and they just are like, well, you still should have did it. It's like these people are entitled to wanting things from people. And if right. they don't get it, they like crucify them. Yeah. It's insane. I'm directing the seventh movie in a franchise that previous installments have already been cast. Like the people in the movies are the people in the movies. I have nothing to do with it. They hired I, me like they hired them. Yeah, I'm coming into this for Scream 7. The cast was established <laughs> in 5 and 6, and now they're gone. And I'm like, no, I'm out. This is terrible. I watched Rebel Moon tonight, the new Zack Snyder two-parter, the first part of the two-parter. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But guess what? If I said that online, people would lose their <laughs> goddamn minds and be like, yeah, it's terrible. You can't you can't like a Zack Snyder movie. It's they're fucking trap. You know, like it's just like not worth saying anything anymore yeah. because there's like this sect of people who like you'll you'll probably out. get a, a Looney Tunes character, Travis, but not like a main one. You'll get like like a Pepe Le Pew. No, it'll be like the the gal the black cat that Pepe Le Pew chased that he <laughs> thought was a skunk, but he's a moron. <laughs> How dare you like Zack Snyder with all that slow motion and what? By the way, Travis, I watched that new John Woo movie, that Silent Night. Yeah. Boy, was that a fucking piece of shit. Seriously? Travis, it's so bad. Like, that's too. That sucks. It's like not even funny bad. It's just bad, bad. Like the whole time you're watching it, you're going, oh, God, this sucks so hard. And I really like Joel Kinnaman and I really like John Woo. So that is. Very I like. Well, I, I mean, I, I typically like those people too, Travis. But like, you're just watching this movie and you're waiting for it to not suck, and it just never <laughs> happens. And then, like, the credits start rolling, and you're like, "God, that sucked the whole time." Like, it never stopped sucking. How could how could it suck this much? But it found a way, Travis. It found a way to find new heights of suckdom. Hey, and isn't that in and of itself? success towards <laughs> i have a pick of the week it's actually one of your past picks of the week we've been oh, watching uh obliterated oh isn't it great it's pretty great travis like there's been times where we've kind of been like yeah i don't give a shit about this but then they bring us back yeah <laughs> it's, so, it's 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 kind of dumb <laughs> no I, I mean it's dumb but it's like a perfect dumb netflix show yeah. And like, it's going to be eight episodes and I never want to watch it again. You know, like, yeah. you don't need to make a second season of this. Be done. Yeah. It was a fun yeah. thing to do. I'm not going to watch more. But it's great. Yeah. It's like the uh, what, what was that Brad Pitt movie? That action, ridiculous action movie. The, uh, the train one. Bullet train. Yeah. yeah. Bullet train. It was the same kind of thing where yeah. that movie was so fun. Yeah, don't and you I never, dare make a bullet train too. And I never need to see that one again yeah. unless I'm like doing dishes and I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to put on. <laughs> Whatever. I saw this already. 
But yeah, no, there's there's like uh, people getting stuff jammed up their dick. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, that was so hard to watch because <laughs> they show it. Audience, they show it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's a fun show. I recommend it because you you pay less for Netflix than you pay for Covenant Eyes, but you're still paying quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, get and your you, money's worth this month. Watch a, and you, eight episodes of a goofy TV show. Yeah, and you still get, you know, if you're, if you're trying to stay off porn, you still get boobs, like, yeah. nonstop in that show. And also you get flaccid penises. So, you know, if that's your thing, obliterated. Travis' pick of the week? Travis's pick. Of the week this week is one that I really wanted to see in the motion picture house and did not get out to see it. Uh, it's Eli Roth's new holiday slasher flick, Thanksgiving. Oh. Um, real fun. Uh, if you're familiar with the trailer from the Grindhouse movies that he did, um, there is like big, bigger budget uh, set pieces from from that trailer the there's a trampoline scene that is just amazing and i'm like why would somebody have not ever done this in a slasher thing uh but no it's great uh it's a great new slasher character uh it's kind of a whodunit throughout i was wrong like twice and then like once we got closer to the end i'm like oh i know who this is but the the opening set piece is amazing it's like a black friday thing that they do it's so good i'm very excited that they just announced a sequel uh, but Thanksgiving, it's a pure Eli Roth horror slasher flick. And uh, I didn't know that was missing from my life. So uh, Thanksgiving, it is now available on VOD and uh, soon to be released on Blu-ray and DVD. I don't know where it will be streaming, but uh, check it out. Travis, uh, Laura watched that one without me, so I'll never see it. Oh, uh, you won't. You don't watch movies by yourself? Never, never, never. Oh, never. fuck. That's all I do. Travis, <laughs> speaking like... of uh, things not utilized in horror movies uh i've often thought how come no slasher movies have used the backup camera on a car like have the the slasher man be in the backup camera every time i'm backing out of my driveway in the morning i'm thinking how come slasher movies don't use this that would be a great shot like you're backing up and there's the killer yeah that's that's smart i'm actually very surprised i've never even thought of that but I'm uh, very surprised that uh, people who make movies also haven't thought of that. Yeah, it's just something I thought about, Travis. Especially with found footage, we've done every camera angle from every single device that we possibly could have. So <laughs> to not use the backup camera is very, very interesting. Guys, we did it. Um, I, I think Drunk will be back next week, Travis. And we got to try uh, that that New Year's cola that the guy was excited about that he put the post-it note on. We got to do that next week, Travis, uh, because we got to start the year off right with a special cola. Yeah. And he's done with diets, which is a real bummer for me because uh, you you all don't get to see it. But the look on his face every time he takes a sip of a diet cola <laughs> is priceless. Now, Travis, in the discord, they were saying they think I need to not tell him when it's a diet and they think that I need to disguise the cola all right, like put something over the cola so that he doesn't know what he's drinking. Listen, listen guys, this isn't a blind taste test. But it this should is be, the, I think. It, I, I think just, I agree with them, Travis. You do? Yeah. I say like we ne- we didn't we didn't introduce the king of colas as a blind taste tester. Well, actually just said, it was, Travis. The first oh, 17 colas well, he drank that is true. out of shot glasses. That is true. 
is he influenced by the branding? That's 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 something that I think about. It, the it only way, the here. only way we'll find out is if you get the same colas that he's also already drank and make them blind taste tests and see if he gives them the same score. Oh, so reintroduce some of the ones he's done. So maybe February, which is typically stunt month, which is, you know, never happens anymore. <laughs> blind month? Cuz it's it's uh it's 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 hey man, we're going to do blind taste tests of colas. Don't tell him he's already tried them and then compare his scores that he's already given those colas with with the scores that he's you know, hmm. done previously. What if, Travis, what if I get a two liter of something and I pour it into like 10 shot glasses and see if he gives each of the 10 a different score? That would be, that would be amazing. No, actually. <laughs> just the same one all the way down yeah. the line. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's got eight shot glasses of the exact same cola all the way across and to see if he gives them the same score would be I think that's how you retire the king of cola, though. <laughs> like, like this has all been a sham. Okay, I can't do it then, Travis, because I got way too many colas for yeah. him still to try. So we're gonna do keep that right. Put that in your notebook. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that, that is how you retire book. the king of cola. <laughs> is have just pour Pepsi in eight different shot glasses <laughs> and see what he scores. Them. <laughs> that kills the bit. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's why you save it for the end. It's the end of the King of Colas. And we won't tell you when it's coming. So you got to listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, listen to all the ratings. There's one week take... I'm going to kill him off like I did Detective Napier. And just like they did with Frank Underwood. <laughs> Ba-boom. That's where you put the <laughs> Netflix sound. <laughs> listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the Hand Hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash WFODicks. 
Our entire back catalog is available on WFODshow.com, as well as cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at WFODshow on Twitter and Instagram, or WFODicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care.